You're a nigga I like your styles, man. Thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss topics from music, politics, relationships, to issues that affect our black community. A very entertaining podcast. You won't be disappointed. Welcome. And thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast, a podcast where the discussion will rock your soul. It's uncensored and no topic is off limits. Subject matters may be provocative and just downright offensive, but shit, at the end of the day, hey, we're just going to tell it like it is. What's good, family? Thank y'all for checking back in with me. I hope everyone has had a good week. The work week is almost over, but some anyway, so... Make this last day count and, and enjoy your weekend. You know what they say. All work, no play is no good for the soul. And you know we promote soul with healing on soul for thoughts. Family, I'm feeling pretty good today. I'm feeling like Ali in his prime. I got my bounce. I'm loose. And I'm ready to talk my shh. Float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Rumble, young man, rumble. Y'all excuse me. Had to hype myself up for a minute. I want to thank y'all for lending me y'all ears and allowing me to vent. This podcast has really been very therapeutic for me. Sort of like my digital journal. I hope you all have got something from it as well. And as you know, I'm your host, Cousin Slick. And today... I have a really good episode in store. Today I will be touching on mental issues such as depression and anxiety in our black community. Yeah, I know. It's more than just black people that suffer from depression and anxiety, but my focus is on our community. That's what my focus is at. Mental health and depression is something that is taboo in our community. It has a, a negative stigma. Not many of us like to talk about it. Acknowledge it. And many don't even know they're suffering from it. The ones that do try to mask the pain by taking drugs, abusing alcohol, or just keeping things bottled up inside. Isolating themselves from everybody. Usually the reason is because they feel alone or they believe nobody cares or even understand what they're dealing with on a daily basis. It's amazing how many people hide behind smiles like everything is okay. You will never know how broken inside somebody is just by looking at them. And sometimes these are the strong ones. That's why it's good to check on your strong friends from time to time. This topic is important to me because I have people that are close to me that suffers from depression and anxiety. And I don't ever want them to feel alone, alienated, or feel like nobody cares. Like my boy Pop, um, Pop said, Slick cares, and nobody else cares, 
Keep your head up. And that's real. Keep your head up. It's time we start addressing these issues and stop just sweeping it under the rug. People love to use the phrase, time and heals all wounds or assume that things will get better with time. That's just a phrase they used to comfort you. I'm here to tell y'all that it doesn't. If anything, it only gets worse. We, we actually have to put in work, have conversations, listen, and be there for one another. Black people already go through enough trauma just being black in America. We still suffering from the effects of slavery. Jim Crow and any other um, inhumane treatment that, that our ancestors endured. And that trauma gets passed from generation to generation. Why? Because we're not healing. We're not taking the time to heal. We're just learning to cope and move on. Some of us are suffering from PTSD. I read a book that, in um, I read a book, and in the book it said, black youth who are exposed to violence are at greater risk for PTSD by over 25%. That's crazy. But why is that? My opinion is that our youth are at greater risk not only because we don't discuss our feelings and emotions, it's because we also are victims of systematic oppression. Just think about it. Violence and crime is higher in neighborhoods that are privately stricken. Those neighborhoods are usually in the inner city and urban areas. And who occupy those neighborhoods? We do. Majority of those neighborhoods are black and Latinos. So yeah, all you for growing up in neighborhoods filled with crime, poverty, single family homes, and being harassed by police. There are so many factors that weigh in on creating mental health issues in our youth. They have to deal with all of us, and on top of that, we tell them to suck it up, or they look at us weak for having depressive feelings. Those same broken kids going to grow up and be broken adults. And the thing is, some youth don't even experience these type of conditions, and they still go through depression or have mental issues. We have to stop saying stay in a child's place or disregarding a child's feelings just because she or she is a child. I've seen kids not able to go to their own parents about how they feel or what they're going through. I've seen parents ridicule their own children by disregarding their feelings by saying, oh, they just want attention. You never know what a person is going through. So just because they are a child doesn't mean they don't hurt or feel pain. Abandonment is real. Abandonment is hurtful. We have to create environments inside our homes that promotes openness. Allow a child or anyone to express their feelings without being looked at as weird. We have to remind them they're not weird and it's okay to open up about how they feel. Depression is a medical condition, not a personal flaw or a weakness. And some things you can do to help is show interest. Show interest in their hobbies, their likes. Show them love, show them that you care. And just be that listening ear.
sometimes a person don't want, want you to come up with solutions for them. They just need you to listen without judging. I went to see the movie The Joker this past weekend. And in the movie, Arthur, a.k.a. The Joker, deals with a mental illness. He goes to see this therapist every week to discuss his thoughts and feelings. And he also gets his um, medication prescribed. And during the last visit, he sort of loses it. The therapist asks him the same routine questions week in and week out. But this particular time, he, he snaps on her because she wasn't listening. And his question was being ignored or disregarded because the therapist was too caught up in getting her routine questions out so the visit could be over. You know how nurses, uh, especially government um, programs do, they try to hurry you along so they get to the next customer. Next. So, so he lashes out by saying, you don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Or are you having any negative thoughts? All I have is negative thoughts. So, so even though a person asking questions might think they're helping, it also may come off as they're not listening. And this scenario alone shows people disinterest when it comes to other people's problems. Some people just don't care. This world is lacking compassion. Before we go any further, I want to go over how to, end it, how to identify signs of depression. Because recognizing the symptoms is key. But even though you may experience some similar signs of depression, that doesn't necessarily mean you're suffering from depression. Having a bad day every now and then or a string of bad days in a row, that's not quite depression. But however, that's not to say you're not experiencing it either. And if you think you may be suffering from depression, then I encourage you to go talk to your doctor as soon as possible. One sign is constant sadness. A person may feel worthless or hopeless. They get into these dark places where their thoughts are negative. Lack of energy and insufficient sleep can also be a result of that constant sadness. A person may get, into, get to the point where they doubt themselves and just feel like they cannot do anything right. They call that self-loathing. Some people just lose interest in their everyday activities, especially the things they love to do. And it can even impact someone's sex life. They no longer have the urge to have sex or be intimate. A person may also get irritated easily. If you feel yourself having a shorter temper than normally, then that could be a sign. Being irritable can lead to a person isolating themselves away from other people. But I'm a loner. I love being by myself. Shoot, a lot of us do. So that sign right there might be a little harder to detect than others. Anxiety is a, another big indicator. Almost half the people who are diagnosed with depression experience anxiety at some point. I know I mentioned uh, a lack of sleep earlier, but also depression can alter, alter a person's sleep pattern. If you ever work third shift or been on a rotating work schedule, then you know how your sleep pattern can be thrown off or, may, or you may experience insomnia. Depression has that same effect.
I know people that have used things as spending money, splurging, doing high risk activities, bungee jumping, or just having sex with multiple people as a way to relieve or deal with their mental anguish. The last sign is probably the most serious in its suicidal thoughts or tendencies. Majority of people with depression have thoughts of inflicting self-harm to themselves at some point. We see people that has it all, or well, it seems like they have it all, they commit suicide. Most known are celebrities like Robert Williams, Don Cornelius, Mac Miller, Kate Spade, and, the list so, and that's a list of so many others. But identifying signs is just one step. You also have to know the type of depression you or your loved one may have. Now, all depression are the same. You have different types of depression, such as major depression. This is when a person feels depressed almost every day, all day. You don't really feel like doing too much of nothing. Yeah, you may feel tired and have lack of energy, but you can't seem to go to sleep. Some may have a bipolar disorder. A person experiencing this may have a change in their moods. They might feel up and on top of the world, but the next minute, they could feel lower than the depths of hell. And usually, people diagnosed with bipolar disorder take some medication. Medication that is a mood stabilizer. Then there's seizing affective disorder. Now, this type of depression usually occurs during the winter months when the days grow shorter and we receive less sunlight. It usually goes away in the hotter months like spring and summer, around old seasons, and people usually go get light therapy to help with those. They'll sit in front of a special light for like 15, 20 minutes a day. I read an article that stated that African Americans are more likely to experience depression due to the fact that our skin doesn't allow us to absorb, absorb the vitamin D from the sun, and the vitamin D plays a big part in our moods. But people who suffer from hallucinations, paranormal, or just have delusions could be experiencing psychotic depression. And the most common amongst women after giving birth is postpartum depression, a.k.a baby blues now this includes mood swings crying spells anxiety and difficult sleeping but not all situations of postpartum are the same some women experiences can be more serious than others and it's good to let someone know if you're experiencing this after childbirth so that you and the child can receive proper care Women also experience depression at the start of their menstrual cycle. Now, that's something I didn't know. And it's called premenstrual dysphoric disorder. This may get the same symptoms women have normally, such as mood swings, irritability, fatigue, and also anxiety. And there's one that's called situational depression. Now, this depression is caused by a stressful event in someone's life. It could be a death in the family, a divorce, or losing a job. 
it's a major changeable event in someone's life. I can see that. Now, these are the most common types of depression. Of course, you shouldn't diagnose yourself off just listening to me on this podcast. I don't know about y'all, but I know I'll go on WebND, type in my symptoms, and I'll diagnose myself by just reading something. <laughs> you can't tell me I ain't go to medical school and receive an MD. But seriously, though, if you think you have experienced one of these or currently experiencing these symptoms, then please, please go see your daughter and be honest about how you feel. We hear health is wealth all the time. Everybody loves screaming health is wealth. But health is more than just physical health. It's also mental health. How some of y'all go hard for money or go hard in the gym for them summer bodies, you should also go hard for your mental health as well. A peace of mind is everything. Most doctors, they're going to prescribe you with antidepressants. And they may help some, but sometimes they don't even help. And it could increase suicidal thoughts, especially in kids, teenagers, and um, young adults. Some choose to go see therapists to talk their feelings out. But not everybody likes to go talk to therapists or strangers about their feelings. Some say it makes them feel more irritated, especially with the questions they have been asked. Now, my guess is that those questions will make them face what really is troubling them. And most of the time, people ain't really, really ready to face that reality. It's hard. It's hard facing your past. It's a certain situation, especially when hurt or pain is involved. Like I stated before, some just want to talk without being asked any questions or anybody trying to solve their problems. Even though a person might just want to talk and not feel like they're being interrogated, it's good for you as the helper to pay attention. Pay attention to signs. Signs like talk of suicide. Look for them withdrawing from social activities or being preoccupied with death or dying. If they, if they have an increase in use of alcohol and drugs, or you see a, a big change in their personality, those are warning signs. You have to learn what they need. Sound mental health begins with self-esteem. So encourage or offer positive reinforcements. Remind them. Remind them of their positive qualities and show them just how much they mean to you and how much you love them. Also, don't, don't let your health and your peace get damaged leaking out to a loved one. You still have a responsibility. You got to take care of yourself. Oftentimes, we, we inherit other people's problems or burdens or whatever unconsciously just by caring. You're no good to them or yourself if you're not healthy. I see incidents where a person dealing with depression Sometimes lashes out in anger or say hurt for things unintentionally, not, not meaning to. Don't take it personal. 
During the healing process, it's critical to make sure everyone is honest. It does nobody any good to make excuses, lying for a friend or a family member. This could result in a person to stop seeking help, take a step back, stop talking, stop opening up. So be honest. People who are helping also has to realize you cannot rescue a person from their depression. You cannot rescue them from their depression. You're not to blame for their depression or their unhappiness either. While you can love and support them, ultimately, getting better is up to them. It's in their hands. I read that support groups also is a good tool to use when, you, when you're helping somebody recover. A friend of mine, Devontae Willer, he's a member of the Black Rebels in Greenville, started a group to help men that may be struggling with trauma, depression, or any kind of mental issues. And men, men carry a lot on their shoulders. Like, men goes through it. Men don't look at to be strong and not show weakness. To not be emotional, show feelings. So we adopt, we adopt these toxic stereotypes, which they call masculinity, and we become these self-destructing robots. Men are not able to fully love because they haven't been properly taught how to love themselves. If men are to be the head of the house in our community, then we first must learn how to heal so we can help heal our women and our children. The name of his group is called the Healing Circle. The group purpose basically is to promote healthy conversations amongst men. Once the men have gotten comfortable with opening up and expressing themselves, the goal is to invite our queens in to engage in brothers and ultimately be able to build and gain understanding between our black men and women. A lot of times we down each other instead of building one another up. We should be that change we want to see. So if there are any men out there that would like to support on this group, you may even want to sit in or hear the stories and offer a helping hand. Please contact him. I'll be sure to leave his contact information in the notes of this episode. He's a strong brother that is dedicated to bringing change in our community in any way he can. I did this episode because I wanted to bring awareness to depression and encourage good mental health. I think this should be at the top of our priority because even if we're not affected physically, we have loved ones that are affected. We have to be that support to show that they're loved, they're important, and that we're here for them. And I hope this episode was able to open eyes and make those that are suffering feel more comfortable with asking for help or even just talking to someone. And as we all know, I always close each episode with an album of the week. But I want to start incorporating a book also. A book of the month. I believe that literacy is also something that needs to be a vocal point in our community. 
I hope these book suggestions each month will help build that culture of learning and reading amongst us. So for the book, for the book of November, I chose We Real Cool by Bell Hooks. This book is a real powerful read. It addresses black men and masculinity in America from a feminist point of view. So go grab your hard copy or dollar on an ebook or audiobook, some like audiobooks, but I prefer the ebook, and enjoy. Now, let's get into this album of the week. The album of the, the, album of the week is Wow, That's Crazy by Wale. I chose this album because Wale, Wale is a big advocate for mental health, and this album definitely tells his story and gives insight on what he deals with, with fighting anxiety and depression. I really respect music and artists that is honest and a lot of words to see that vulnerability. This is a really honest and dope album. I hope y'all please go check it out. Don't forget to go follow the Facebook page and Instagram page. If you're not already at Soul for Thoughts Podcast, make sure you spread the word and let your friends, co-workers, and family know how to go download, subscribe, and share our links. You can find us week album of the week artwork on our Facebook page also. Please feel free to leave a comment, a review, and let me know your thoughts. Until next show, keep those thoughts soulful. Love.